Welcome to episode three of the FCA podcast, an original podcast series produced by the Florida Chiropractic Association. I'm Jennifer Durr, CEO of FCA, and I'm here today with Dr. Cameron Valencourt. He is owner of Strength and Spine Chiropractic in Tampa and St. Petersburg, Florida, which is a sport and rehab oriented practice that works predominantly with baseball, volleyball, and weightlifters. Dr. Cameron is president of the FCA Council on Sports Injuries, Physical Fitness, and Rehabilitation. He is also medical director and team chiropractor for USA Volleyball Florida region. He graduated from Palmer, Florida in March of 2020 and also worked in a VA hospital rotation in Big Fork, Minnesota. Dr. Cameron is a native Floridian from Clearwater. His enjoyment of working out began when he was involved in the strength and conditioning department at FSU. He's a certified personal trainer who also picked up pickleball lately, and he loves it. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Cameron. Well, thank you very much for having me, Jen. I appreciate that. So tell us your history and what led you to the chiropractic profession. I love it. So uh, I was fortunate at Florida State to be in a program that made me shadow every health person. So like most individuals who like sports and working out, something sport-oriented was I do. Everybody I worked with the strength conditioning wanted to be involved as a physical therapist, athletic trainer, or as an orthopedist. And for me, I looked at it was after shadowing all of those different fields was I don't really understand why everyone wants to do this. Dr. Van Tassel at FSU and Dr. Brian Farrell, who are the team chiropractors at State, came in, spoke to us in our program freshman year, and I went to go shadow them. And ever since it was history. So I had never been to a chiropractor prior to going to shadow at their office. And of course, funny, I got hurt, uh, just a simple uh, rib sprain and they took care of me. And I was like, this is great. So immediately after that, I looked into how to apply to chiropractic school and ended up at Palmer, Florida, two weeks after I graduated in December of 2016 from FSU. That's awesome. So do you have a particular area of focus in your practice? Absolutely. So I would identify my practice as more of a sport and rehab oriented practice. So in our profession, we can't necessarily say we specialize in certain realms because of credentialing, such as meeting diplomates, which the sport diplomate is definitely sport and rehab definitely on the table. However, my practice is located inside of a sports performance facility in Tampa and then out of a powerlifting gym in St. Petersburg. So the sports performance was in Tampa. You walk in and the first thing you see are batting cages, huge turf field, lots of weights. And then you have my open concept area and then office in the back. And then the other facility is a private room outside of a powerlifting gym and strongman gym. We also trade at hour intervals. So not like most chiropractors, but we all have our own fancy ways of doing things. And the majority of people that find us are... People who have a movement focused style. So we get questioned all the time on which we see general populations or grandmas, grandpas, things like that. We absolutely do. However, most of the people that find us have some sort of this oriented or movement oriented goal that they would like to accomplish and or get out of pain when they're seeing this. So do you find that you make connections with plenty of your patients who actually have never been treated by a chiropractor? Oh, absolutely. We get that all the time. We've had several ask us what PT school we went to, or if we were medical doctors, they had no idea coming into strength and spine chiropractic that we were chiropractors, which 
in my opinion, I love that. That's also one of the main reasons why I got involved in this profession is we've had some, you know, certain thought processes back in the day on what chiropractors can do. And my favorite thing is being at an event or working on someone They're like, man, I can't believe you're a chiropractor. I'm like, well, what's the scope of practice? We absolutely have the education on this and I'm very happy to help as long as you're willing to let me help you with that. Yeah. And I can see that it it's really good for the practice when you're in a gym with all these athletes. They probably talk to each other and go, hey, I had that problem and Dr. Cam worked on me and I feel great today. Oh, absolutely. And it's one of those things where nowadays, as more and more students are graduating and owning a or renting a typical conventional space, Renting or owning out of facilities or sports performance facilities are becoming more and more common. But yes, plenty of times where we have had pro athletes, gen pop, parents, kids working out that have been spoon fed to us because they got hurt on the floor or were already dealing with something and they either saw what we were doing, someone brought them over to us to speak to us. And then the fact that you haven't been practicing many years for members of ours who might, you know, want to kind of know the business side of how it works out for you. To me, it seems like a great scenario. You basically have a brand new practice, but you didn't have to set it up in brick and mortar. I mean, that seems like a great way to start out in practice as you build your business to be in another facility. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, graduating the week everything shut down or COVID, we were supposed to actually be out of a CrossFit gym, however, because of the situation at hand during, you know, that time. The gym shut down, ended up working out in favor for us. Uh, and then I started my business in October of 2020 between both offices. And with that, the hardest part was finding a home in which I would reach out to gym owners or managers and try and connect with them to kind of show what we do and how things are different, especially being more sport rehab focused. And with that, a lot of them, we won them over with those conversations and they had space, which was available, and we got in. And now it's one of those things where everyone and their mother wants to open a practice in one of those facilities, or if they have an office, open a quote-unquote satellite facility in there, which I get just because not that you see every single person in those facilities. However, you do end up seeing the majority most of the time. It's not always perfect, but definitely a great model to shout. But it's sustainability long-term. The goal is to, of course, have our own practice and build an empire from there. Absolutely. Well, so I know that you are very active in the sports chiropractic community, and you even mentioned Dr. John Van Tassel. He's been in that world for as long as I can remember at FSU. So he's a name that a lot of people will know, a, doctor, a lot of doctors chiropractic will know. But how did you end up involved with sports chiropractic outside of your clinic? Yes, absolutely. So one of the big stories when shadowing Dr. Van Tassel, uh, Dr. Farrell, I saw him work on someone's shoulder. They were an athlete of some sort. I forget which sport. And I said, hey, doc, you're a chiropractor. Why are you working on their shoulder? Why are you not working on their back? And he absolutely put me in my place and told him to never say something like that and absolutely identified us on what chiropractors can do. And I saw what he did, especially working on a lot of the athletes as well. And I said, I want to do that. And I made sure when I got to chiropractic school, I took all the opportunities for sports and rehab, whether it's educational-wise or experience. So majority of schools have some form of a sports council, which I was an event coordinator. So I was in a position where I tried to set up events and tact local sporting organization and things like that so we can have events that we can get experience at. 
as well as with different hands-on clubs and then rehab technique wise my background in strength conditioning very much helped with that and i just continued that through extracurricular courses or at palmer florida we had a sport and a rehab written i joined that and fortunately enough my va rotation that i was a part of in minnesota dr mike olson over there in big fork in the middle of nowhere he was also more sport and rehab oriented so i pretty much figured out what i want early i was very fortunate on that end and then asking experienced or seasoned docs how do i end up in a similar situation what would you do different what should i do now what courses should i take what books should i read who should i call or text and went from there that's awesome that you can look at your colleagues who've been doing this for a while and realize that there's plenty that you can still learn from them absolutely i give credit to all of the experienced docs who I've ever reached out to, Facebook message, emailed, called to try and take time out of their day to pick their brain to see what I do to end up even the slightest bit like them, which that's a round of applause for them for being inspiring. And I'm sure there are many students out there who see docs on social media or their websites like, oh, I want to do exactly that. So if we, if the sports council or myself can even do that the smallest bit, then I did what I had to do as my job in this role. Yeah, it's it's putting a spotlight on another area of chiropractic that might not be covered. You definitely are filling a niche there. Yeah, and, and sports, everyone working sports council in the past at school, we would always ask, it's sports, who likes sports, right? That doesn't mean you're going to end up a sports chiropractor. Unfortunately, a lot of people just like watching ESPN and think, oh, they're going to be able to professional athletes just because of that. Same thing with rehab. A lot of people like working out, but there's a lot more than just liking out or liking exercising that allows you to call yourself a rehab-focused or rehab-oriented chiropractor, which, you know, again, strength conditioning, my master's was in rehab sciences, so did everything I could to do that. And there's plenty of opportunities throughout the nation at different schools for students and even docs who are out in the field to learn more about that. Sure. Yeah, I mean, there's the whole CCSP program and the Diplomate program. There's definitely plenty of room for more sports-focused chiropractors, that's for sure, especially in our state. Yeah, well, we'll definitely talk more about that at our meeting as well, and even today about what our mission and values are for sports and rehab chiropractic in the state of Florida, at least. Yeah. So will you tell us a little bit about what the FCA Sports Council does? Absolutely. Buckle up for this one because this one has a little bit of a history and story behind it, which I absolutely have to give these docs credit. So I like to joke that I was volunteering into the position last July. So Dr. Rantassel actually reached out to me and said he has a friend who's looking for some sports and rehab-oriented things going. And it was actually Dr. Narson, Dr. Todd Narson, who I've spoken in the past. So then we were connected in email with Dr. Todd Narson, Dr. Carlo Gordano, uh, Dr. Joanna Fava, and Dr. Brett White, and in the FCA Council on Sports Injuries, Physical Fitness, and Rehabilitation is the full technical name. So we like to just call ourselves the FCA Sports Council or Sport and Rehab Council. And with that, that was very active. It started in the late 90s, I believe. So sorry, guys, but that's when I was born. And was popping and going in the early 2000s. And I want to say about 10 years ago, so early 2010s, is when it somewhat slowed down a bit, which with these positions, you know, it's a lot of passionate individuals in the sports and rehab world who already were working a lot of events and needed help or wanted others to learn and grow. So 
they had a large part towards chiropractic in the profession, but also in the state of Florida. So, you know, props to them. Like I said, they reached out to us. They kind of interviewed us as a whole and then asked us who wants to do these roles. I volunteered for the role as president. And with that, it's been the year and we met at the national last year. We had a breakfast at like 7 a.m. on a Sunday, which was time. I uh, actually had a great turnout, super excited about that. But the goal was to essentially throughout the year ignite interest and see how we serve the state of Florida and the topics of sports, fitness, and rehabilitation throughout the state, whether that's working events or educational content on social media or throughout different conferences. But the FCASC or the FCA Sports Council is something that has been a part of Florida's history, just kind of had a little dip here, but we've got a heartbeat and we're so excited to keep going moving forward. Absolutely. And you're always looking for more participation. I mean, you never had enough volunteers at the statewide events. So tell us some of the events and types of sporting events that you cover. Absolutely. So one of the biggest things after I was asked to fill this role was kind of getting a little history of what they've done in the past. So in the past, some of the more bigger events, so the first responder games that Dr. Michael Jimenez down in South Florida just got us to work, which was over here in Tampa. That was about two weeks or a week and a half of first responders working Olympic-style sports. And we had a couple of docs at the Tampa and St. Pete area that were grateful enough to cover. So that's been done in the history. Dr. Joan Fava down in Sarasota, she works at Nathan Benderton Park, which they do a lot of rowing events over there and have had a ton of different docs throughout the day and students as well go there and get to work on people and see the vulture bang, everything they've done down there. There's also a heavy past in AVP, so American Pro Beach Volleyball, and they worked a beach volleyball event this year, which that was great for a lot of them. They were they kind of got the band back together to get down there and work in Miami. As well as when I came in, I already work with USA Volleyball Florida region already, and I've been doing that for about three years. I've made connections with some of the smaller events locally in the area in which they wanted it under my practice. But I said, you know what, let's put this under the sports council. It's a great opportunity for younger or inexperienced docs to get out there, learn how to do things. And so the 18 volleyball events scheduled throughout the year from last August till the last one was just actually two weeks ago that people throughout Florida could have worked. Most of them were in the Tampa area. And some of them were in Winter Haven. And then there was the AVP down in Miami, like I said. Unfortunately, a lot of the events this year were more towards Central Florida, just because two out of the four of us on the council are in Central Florida. And when people reached out, those were already connections that we had. So that's why we need more people throughout the state to be able to say, hey, I need help at a track event in Jacksonville or you know Panama City Beach. Is there anybody you guys can find me? That's our goal. So if you're volunteering for an event with us, depending on the sport and also the title of coverage. So what we like to tell everyone is when we do some of the interviews after people apply for that is whether they are asking to work for medical oversight or for straight chiropractic, right? So chiropractic means you're there, you are adjusting, do some manual therapy, some shaping, typical things seen in an office. With that, that is also something a lot of people do on day-to-day, so they feel more comfortable. 
medical oversight, kind of like my standing role with USA Volleyball in the state of Florida, is I oversee the medical staff or the athletic trainers there. So due to our scope of practice with that, in the state of Florida, especially volleyball, it has to be an MDDO or DC in which if they need an image due to, you know, breaking a thumb or a wrist, anything like that, that's our call. And we basically make sure everything is good and all the standing health providers there are practicing accordingly. And if they need any additional help, that's what we're there for. So I basically tell everyone, do you want to be there to adjust and do hands-on work? Or do you want to be there doing concussion screenings, running out on the court or field, tape it, athletically taping ankles, more of the athletic training side of sports chiropractic. That's a nice explanation because it sounds like whatever a doctor is comfortable with doing, you can probably find a spot for him at most any event. Absolutely. And again, the pep equipment wise, what do they need? Well, it depends on which one you're going to do. If you want to do chiropractic, sure, bring your table, bring your little kit that you have of the you know tools that you use. The I asked them tools, different kinds of tape or gel, cream, maybe some cups. And if you want to do the oversight, if we didn't already contract with them to provide the materials, such as the tape, the pre-wrap, the band-aids, the gauze, you know, the list adds up, then you got to bring quite a little bit more, which majority of the time when we ask them to work events, that is something that we try and negotiate with them and saying, hey, if we're going to be there in exchange for our time, will you provide this emergency kit for us? Therefore, if anything hits the fan, then... We have it there and instead of counting on docs to individually buy it and they're already volunteering their time if it's not a paid event or taking the pay away from some of the paid events as well. Let's take a quick break for a word from FCA. We hope you're enjoying this episode with friends in the chiropractic profession. We understand the importance of staying connected to the premier chiropractic voice in the state of Florida. In an effort to keep us connected, did you know that we host live stream and on-demand CEs each year, as well as host multiple in-person events. Each August, the FCA hosts the largest chiropractic event in the nation, right here in Orlando, Florida, where we get a chance to bring together a buffet of education, the chiropractic marketplace, and connection opportunities galore. Scaling down to a more intimate in-person conference style, we also host multiple regional events, giving you the opportunity to connect with your peers, as well as achieve top-notch education. Wherever you are, we hope to see you soon at an FCA convention near you. Please visit the nationalchiro.com front slash overview for our event options this year. See you soon. One question that I wonder if you could define for me is how do you explain the difference in sports chiropractic versus rehab chiropractic? Very excellent question. It's something I definitely want to speak about because in our name, right, it's the Council on Sports Injury, Physical Fitness, and Rehabilitation. At first, they kind of seem synonymous in which, well, if you do one, you pretty much do the other. That day, sports chiropractic kind of had a bloody revolution, and those were docs who were more hands-on in doing more soft-shoot work, more of utilizing modalities and some of the tools such as laser, shockwave, again, the cupping, the T, insurance-assisted manipulation, and nowadays, sports and rehab chiropractic, how I personally find it as well, because we have two different sports for that and two different specialties, right? So there's the ESP and sports diplomate, as well as the ICSC, which is sports oriented. And there's the rehab board. So depending on which route, rehab is 
more simply defined as an individual clinician that practices more movement and uh, exercise. So not just reach down to toe, hit a stretch for 10 seconds and call yourself a rehab chiropractor. Because we're technically rehabbing a ton of injuries. But the implication is that you do spend a little bit more time with patient or your practice spends a little bit more time with the patient through CAs or strength coaches, personal trainers on more movement and weightlifting different exercises. In regards to sports, especially the ACBSP has been focused more entirely on the acute and emergency management. There are definitely some re topics discussed, but Having the CCSP and or the diplomate, one of the big components to that is the emergency management aspect. So when you take the CCSP, Astros fast track me for that. So all I had to do was go take the in-person emergency management course, which is talking about spine boarding, cardiac arrest, choking, fractured arms, legs, all of that good stuff. Which again, that's not one's cup of tea. Not everyone wants to be on a sideline. Get called out that hey, someone fell, they hit their hand, they're not moving. Not everyone wants like that, which is totally fine, right? That's something that I have working a lot more with, and I've found a passion. Depending on who you are, it's and it's not for everyone. Everyone's always like, "Oh, you work beach volleyball? That's so great!" And I'm like, "Man, I've got sand in my shoes. I am extremely hot. Sand all over my equipment. By the time I leave." I got to run out to a court half a mile down the beach and then carry some six foot six back. Uh, so yeah. again, you know, that's, that's just a great example. But then, you know, it's also, you get to experience a lot of cool things being balanced to a lot of sports as well. So, and as acute and emergency management versus just more movement and fitness would be yeah. short, short answer. To that. Yeah. Yeah. That just made me think more about the fact that there's plenty of people in a general population who don't realize that chiropractors really know anything about concussion. Mm -hmm. So another way to educate Americans is that, yes, chiropractors know how to treat these things. Absolutely. And that's, that's also, again, one of the fun parts, kind of like what I was saying at the beginning is when people are surprised we are chiropractors doing this. Again, there have been many docs throughout patently working the FCA Sports Council. Again, Dr. John Fava, she's the medical director over at that park, at least, so she oversees everything. And you know, that's a, like Dr. Rowe was a chiropractor in charge of the Olympics. And that's one of my favorite parts in working an event when a parent comes up, say, oh, real doctor here, and everyone asks for me, and then like, oh, well, aren't you a chiropractor? And then I, them, I'm like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. That's one of my favorite parts is the education part. I bet. I love that story. That's great. You were talking earlier about the FCA Sports Council planning to get together for another informational session at the National, which is in August in Orlando. Tell us what you want to accomplish there and tell us who's invited. The biggest thing of the thing, which is most likely going to be Saturday at noon. Oh, stay tuned for that date. That'll be posted more on social media as well. With that, the goal would be to students and as well as young and seasoned clinicians in the sports and rehab realm or those who are interested coming in, learning about what the goal of the council is. And I'll also be presenting a State of the Union style address in regards to sports and rehab-based chiropractic in the state of Florida. 
So that'll entail the different numbers of CCSPs, diplomates, rehab diplomates, as well as some cool titles and positions that doctors throughout Florida have to inspire those who want to be in those positions as well as show everyone how many possibilities there really are. They're waiting for us to just go and take them or work our way out to them. The mission, vision, and values of the Sports Council is to provide educational content, whether that be at a symposium or at a FCA regional event or individually trying to host our own thing one day, as well as providing events throughout the state, not just in Tampa or St. Pete, like we've kind of did in the past uh, or at some of the other previous events. So we want to, the state of Florida involved in if anybody who is working a sporting event, 5K, marathon, rowing, cycling, anything like that, where they need help, uh, we can try and provide that help, volunteer or paid, depending on the event, throughout the state to help other chiropractors gain experience. As well as finally with that, we want to promote rehab and sports chiropractic throughout the state. And the goal is to become the poster child of sports and rehab chiropractic out of all 50 states in this country. And we are already near the top, which according to the ACA Sports Council, uh, that is that they're going to try and use us as an example for other states and how we built this back up, coming back from the dead, as well as the rich history that we've had to try and help other states get involved so they can have the same exact kind of concept and provide opportunities throughout the nation. It's really exciting for us that you all have come together and to try to ramp this back up again. I've been an athlete most of my life too, so I, I'm pretty passionate about having chiropractors involved in, in any kind of sport. And I, I know there's just so much that chiropractic can bring to all athletes, really, in some manner. As we're wrapping up today, I wanted to find out what the best way for FCA members or anyone to reach you or contact the sports council. We can put this in the show notes, but just briefly, maybe two of the best ways to reach out to you for more information. Absolutely. So the FCA sports council has a Instagram page. That is probably the easiest way for most individuals to find us, which the official page name is the FCA Sports Council. Pretty easy. So the Gmail is sportscouncilfca at gmail.com. And there is also a Facebook group that is the exact same name. It is FCA Sports Council. It's got the whole name, but if you look up the FCA Sports Council, it'll be in there that you can join. Uh, we do hope to have an email blast eventually. So how to follow our information as well while at the national. We've had a couple different groups or booths be generous enough to allow us to place little QR codes with our information and the meeting info as well throughout their booths that you can easily scan. And if you can't make the meeting, at least you get put into the email blast to learn more about our membership B that's coming, the future events that are coming as well, and how you can get involved throughout the state. Sounds good. Well, this has been exciting talking to you today. I'm really thrilled to see what this is going to look like in the coming year and going forward. I appreciate your time today, Dr. Cameron. Absolutely. And we appreciate you in helping us regrow this. We we're so excited to be a part of FCA and we really genuinely hope to be at every FCA event throughout the year. So if you are interested in sports and rehab, this is definitely something you don't want to miss. We need all the help that we can get, but 
It's mostly composed of a bunch of passionate individuals who want others to learn and experience things that they did in the past. And we hope this great state can help get us to the best sports and rehab-based uh, chiropractic profession. Sounds good. We'll see you in August in Orlando. Have a wonderful time. I'll see you then. Thanks again for joining us today, Dr. Cameron Gallimpour. And thanks to everyone for listening to this episode of the FCA podcast. Join us each month as we continue our conversation with key voices in the Florida chiropractic community, discussing topics directly impacting everyday practice, the profession, and the importance of staying connected with FCA. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. For more information on the Florida Chiropractic Association, visit us online at fcachiro.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.